This is Steve Ruby coming to you from the Big Island of Hawaii, and you're listening to Songs and Stories. Aloha, this is Steve Roby, and the podcast is called Songs and Stories. Uh, it's a weekly get-together with uh, me, <laughs> your host, and uh, a selection of Big Alley musicians. We get together and we talk about their songwriting process, and uh, I let them pick two songs that they'd like to talk about, and we chit-chat for about 20 minutes, and I think it's a great opportunity to get to know some of our uh, fellow Big Alley musicians, artists, and maybe we'll at some point even uh, branch out further and uh, get into some other of the artists that are here on the island. So today's guest is a country western group uh, based in Hilo called Bending Elbows. And this is part two of the series um, that I did last week called Music from an Empty Th- uh, Theater. The Palace Theater, as you know, has been closed uh, since late March. And uh, but the creative team there, Zoe Eisenberg, uh, Phil Payson, and musician Drew Daniels got together, and they do a weekly uh, video series where they bring in a, about three acts, and they spend about four or five hours getting the music, or the juggler, or the comedian, or um, even an aerialist. Uh, they had a couple of weeks ago uh, together to do uh, a couple of performances that they get down on video, and then a couple of weeks later. They posted on their YouTube channel. You should check it out. I'll put a description uh, in the description area below this podcast, and you should check it out there. So let's get back to Bending Elbows, country western band based in Hilo. I got to sit down after their performance uh, and talk to the guys. Uh, the interview starts out with them introducing themselves and giving uh, us a little, the listeners, uh, a little background of uh, how they got together, and uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Alexander. And I'm Ryan Tanner. Hello, everybody. I'm Mark Panic. What's it like playing at an empty theater with no audience? <laughs> you guys finished yeah. a set out We're there. used to that. Yeah. <laughs> Reminds us when we first started. You know? <laughs> well, this is a unique series that Zoe and Phillips started here uh, at the Palace Theater. And I think this is the 14th or 15th show uh, without an audience there. And they're getting out the uh, the music and the videos out on YouTube. So it's exciting, exciting for me to hear you guys play here. I got a couple of questions for you, and let's start on the background of the group. When did you guys form? How'd you get started? How'd you meet? That kind of thing. Oh, we all met through a paddling outrigger canoe out here in Hilo on Bayfront. We did that for a number of years before we even knew how to play an instrument together as a band. So the band actually was in my shop every Friday. We Kauhana, we started playing music. Nine months later, we're at a party in Pohuiki somewhere playing for a barbecue or something. And that's kind of where mm-hmm. people kind of pushed us to go out into the public eye and play music. So, so you guys must have had similar musical in, uh, interests, influences? Uh, uh, not really. You know what? We were, I got an upright bass uh-huh. and I want to learn how to play it. There's, you know, so we started moving towards a kind of acoustic sound, uh-huh. and then one day, we couldn't really figure out what we were going to play, but we were playing at our friend Shane's house, and he's like, he's a Paniolo from Waimea, his dad's uh-huh. a Parker Ranch cowboy, you know, he's from that whole tradition. 
and we brought our gear and we brought our you know our speakers and our PA and we were playing the the crap that we play you know on Tawana days and after we were done Shane after a couple of beers he had Pandora going on and it was like Waylon Jennings and Johnny Cash and his country stuff and he was kind of slurring into the mic and Ryan and I looked at each other and we we're like Man, that's what we should do, man. We got an upright bass, ukulele, and an acoustic guitar. We should try some country music. It wasn't really our thing to begin with, but our dads used to listen to it. We right. grew up with that stuff, and we just started loving that kind of music, and it, it just kind of went in that direction. Is everybody originally from the Big Island? I'm born in, I was born here, and I grew up on Maui. Okay. I grew up in LA, California. Yeah, I grew up on Long Island. I've been here for the last, you cover the map there. Oh, <laughs> as further as you know. Not 3,000 miles away. Nobody's from Nashville, nobody's from Texas. <laughs> well, tell me about the, uh, the songs that you played this afternoon. You did two originals? Yeah, the first one is called That Lost Highway. That's on our EP that we put out last year. Recorded that up at, uh, what is it? Starstruck out in uh, Fern Forest at Dave yeah. Millington's uh, studio. And that song I kind of loosely wrote about my experience I was going through when uh, we lost our, our place out in Leilani. And kind of this feeling of uneasy, not knowing what the future brings uh, or what, what what's gonna happen a year from now or the next day. So it was kind of just a song that came out really easy. I wrote it in like a couple of days, and then I tried to not really talk about that experience, but yeah, yeah. make it kind of cryptic in a way. So kind of, if you're struggling through anything, it kind you can maybe kind of identify with the lyrics of it, and not have a specific meaning so, per se. Hello, everybody. We're a band called Bending Elbows. Bending Elbows was born on Makamai Street in Leilani Estates, about maybe three years before Fissure 8 opened up and covered Ryan Tanner's house, chasing us out of that neighborhood. Uh, he wrote a song about that. It's a title track for our CD called That Lost Highway. And we are really honored to be playing that for you folks live from the Empty Palace. Okay. 
from the Palace Theater in Hilo as part of their Live from an Empty Palace video series. Um, I should probably give you a little background on this info, uh, on this um, interview that I did there. Uh, It was done in the uh, lobby of the Hilo Theater. And and I don't know if you've passed by the uh, theater recently, but they're doing a lot of outside and some inside uh, construction work, bringing it up to code and making it more modern so that when that, when that day comes and we all go get to go back in the theater, enjoy movies and concerts and whatever, whatever's going on there, uh, it's going to be looking nice and feeling nice. And I can't wait for that day. Let me get back to the interview uh, that I did with the uh, bending elbows guy in the lobby, where you probably hear a lot of construction work going on in the background, a lot of ambient noise, people passing by saying hello. <laughs> they don't normally do interviews in the lobby. So that was kind of a first. And also, too, since I only have two microphones, the guys were having to pass the microphone back and forth. So you might hear a little bit of rumbling back there, and they were kind of getting a little laid back and loose and not always remembering to speak deeply into the microphone there, but you can hear what they're saying. They were having a good time there. In fact, when they finished their two scheduled songs in their set that will appear on uh, 
Hilo Palace's YouTube channel in a few weeks. Um, they wanted to play more. They asked, is it okay if we play? We haven't played on stage in a long time. And so they just went into some cover songs and were having a good time and really didn't want to stop. The uh, third group that came along was like ready to get back on, ready to get on stage. And these guys were just warming up. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Let me jump back into the interview. Uh, this is Clinton Alexander speaking. And he's talking about a song that he wrote, and um, he plays ukulele and does vocals on that. So let's turn that over to Clinton Alexander. Uh, the second song is called Country Town. I wrote that song a few years back, actually. Um, that song is just about getting together with friends and having a good time, uh, playing music together, like, you know, Connie Copila style in the backyard. Um, and just having a good time playing music and, and creating more of a, a family atmosphere from just getting together and playing music. Hi, we're Bending Elbows. This song's called Country Town, and we're live from the Empty Palace. Oh 
<laughs> All right. Bending elbows, country town. Um, I'm going to get back into uh, part three, the final part of the interview I did with uh, Bending Elbows there in a minute there. But I just want to tell you what a fun band they are uh, in this third part of the interview. Uh, they talk about an upcoming gig they've got at the end of July. And so I, I recommend going and checking these guys out. They're ready to get back on stage and be a lot of fun there. Uh, I hope you're enjoying uh, this podcast series called uh, Songs and Stories. If you have any suggestions of groups that or individuals, musicians on the island, that you would like to see me interview, uh, drop me a line. There's info at the uh, in the description area of this podcast where you can uh, get in touch with me and we'll schedule uh, them to do a guest. Uh, future episodes of Songs and Stories, we'll be doing uh, phone interviews. Uh, there might be uh, a couple of on-site interviews, depending on how uh, COVID-19 is is uh, affecting our island there. But uh, kind of from here on out, um, we'll be doing phone interviews, which should be a lot of fun, too. Let's get back into the uh, third part of our interview, and uh, I think you'll enjoy it. How have you guys been coping with this COVID-19 phase that we're in? Uh, when was the last time you guys played a gig? How long has oh, it been? Frick. What was that, February? <laughs> Yeah, no, I think, no, it was like the beginning of March. We were starting to get busy, too. We played... Haleinu. Shout out, Haleinu. Yeah, Hula Hula's, Haleinu. And then we had, like, a bunch of things lined up for March that, you know, they got canceled. Uh-huh. And um, it, it was, you know, we can't complain. I mean, people have had people die and stuff like that. It's been yeah. really tragic for a lot of people, but it was a big hole in our lives to not be able to go out and, and be with everybody that when we were playing. Yeah, we got yeah. together a couple times and did a Facebook Live. Ah. And even that, when you see the little hearts fly up on the screen, you know, it was <laughs> even that, it was like, wow, we're, you know, we're playing for somebody, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that, that kind of, even that gave us, it reminded us of the connection that, that live music creates between the performers and each other and then with the audience and whoever's around. There's just a special tribal thing that happens with any live music, and it's you know at least people are at least people are trying it with the Zoom and the Facebook Lives and stuff, and just to see that even that is kind of fulfilling the need shows you how valuable live music really is when right. it's the real deal. Right. Yeah. You know, so we can't yeah. wait. We can't wait to do it again. But. Well, like the first two weeks, it was like, oh, we got a time off. We can like <laughs> do my laundry or whatever, mow my lawn. <laughs> a little vacation, yeah. And then you know, after about three weeks, you start going like, oh, I feel like I should be doing something on Friday, and I can't. <laughs> and you know, then all the things we did have booked, we were supposed to go off and fly around the islands and play music everywhere in new spots. So. We know it'll happen again at some point, but it was kind of like we had a good trajectory going and then this whole thing happened and it kind of just put the brakes on everything. But, but you know, we keep our spirits up and we get together still and play music together. Yeah. Um, and kind of went back to our roots of how this whole thing started. We never played for anybody but ourselves, so the bonus of what we were doing for the last three years was just kind of like a result of bringing what we do in the carport to every stage we go to or every bar or every party we play at. We just kind of Is bring. there any new material you're working on now? Uh, small kind, yeah. not so much. Yeah. New song, new covers for our set list and uh -huh. 
customer requests kind of things. Maybe we bring bring some of that out when we things come. Things are always out. in the works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We always yeah. got ideas flowing. Okay. There's yeah. always a notebook, you know, there's something on, that you recorded on your phone right. or whatever. Do you want to talk a little bit about your songwriting process? Do you guys all get together, get Not inspiration? so much. It was kind of interesting, <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't know how that was going to happen, you know, like, if we're going to collaborate or, you know, if we're going to, but it turned out, like, we kind of each write our own song, and there's, there's not really a lot of no that goes on in this band, <laughs> you know? Everybody kind of like backs up. They, 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 they throw in if somebody's excited about their song. Okay, here's what, what can I do to this song that is going to help it the way it is? And nobody really puts their hands on somebody else's song either. Or you got to change this or that. And so far, that's kind of worked out in a, in a really cool way. You know, like the other two guys will treat it like they're learning a Johnny Cash song. It's, it, it, it's really been, that's worked out so well for the reason that we all have we're really different guys and we have different things to say. And whenever you write something, you, the only reason you do it is because you have something to say. And we don't really collectively have that kind of passion about one particular thing. So if Clint's got something to say, then I'm gonna back it up with the bass. And if Ryan was, you know, I didn't lose my house in Leilani, he did. Yeah, yeah. And that's how it kind of works out, you know. Yeah. What, does what does happen with us, we tend to bring ideas or song ideas, and it may be coming from an individual perspective, but playing that song together, it becomes a bending elbow song. Mm, yeah. More than, oh, Mark wrote this, or Clinton wrote this, or Ryan wrote this. Mm -hmm. um, we bring the song to the table and it becomes a bending elbow song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Even if we do a cover, we kind of approach it the same way. Like, yeah. we're not gonna do the cover. Uh -huh verbatim with all the hot licks and all that we kind of just we pay the song justice but we do it in our style and i think maybe that kind of comes through with our performances where people kind of they know that song but they can't really put their head, finger on it yeah, yeah. quite yet till the chorus yeah. comes around and then they're like oh never heard it done like that so that's been a kind of a cool like thing with like country music you can get away with your own interpretation of the song a little bit more than like a rock band or something mm -hmm. because people are want that Van Halen lick or they want that signature yeah. thing to come through. And with country music, it's more about the content of the subject matter you're singing about, the lyrics. And as long as you're keeping true to the form of the basic structure of it, I think it plays well if you, add your own style to that versus other music that kind of, you know, you can't really veer too far out of the lane with some of the other types of music because people want to hear those certain things that are in those songs. And I guess with country it's the same, but I don't know. We just take it into our own place and make it happen. Who came up with the name Bending Elbows? I did. <laughs> Is there a specific story about that? Uh, well, that's, that's for real though. He didn't just make it up. Yeah, tell him. Yeah. Well, that's a, it's, a, it's a slang for drinking beer. Okay. okay. I'm going to the bar, Benny knows. And unfortunately, that was how this band started. So, <laughs> so to pay homage to our roots, we, we, we found that name. It started as a Paul Hanna Friday fun time. I found that name though, like I, I searched all over. I was like, I wanted to have a name that no one else had nothing's been used and uh -huh. that was one that 
I couldn't find. I found like a plumbing company called Bending Elbows. <laughs> oh yeah, because <laughs> PVC or whatever, right? Yeah. So I was like, that's it. We got to do it. And we, I had a list of names. There, you know, it's it's a weird process to name a band. I've been in a few different bands, and that's always a lot of friction. And somehow this one, we just was like, okay, we might not like it now, but eventually it's going to grow on But us. that's an authentic cow. You didn't make it up. That's no, a, no. That's an authentic cowboy term for drinking beers. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. for real, yeah. It's a slang, cow, cowboy slang. Drinking What's the first thing you want to do when you get back on a, a real stage in front of the audience? Have some fun. Have some fun. I want to go like this, man. I want to hold my hand up to my ear and hear him sing along. Our first gig coming back will be at Holly Inu, July 31st, from 7.30 to 10.30. All right. And the last time we played there, the place was pretty full of people. So I don't know what the new, what the new rules, what it's going to shake out to be like in there, but... We're just excited to get back out and play music for the community again. Well, guys, thanks so much for your time today. Um, what's the best way for fans of your music to find you? Go on our Facebook, Instagram. If you want to shoot us an email, bendingelbows at gmail.com. Got some videos on YouTube. We got a little YouTube thing. Everything's kind of in its early stages, so we're working on content still. And yeah, we don't, we don't do a whole lot of hustling around, so. Yeah, give us a call and we'll, we never say no. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you can catch us anywhere around town we're playing. Um, good. Well, again, mahalo for your time today and uh, good luck. Hope to see you back in the, the, the venues real soon. Thank you, yes. Steve. Okay. Thank you so much, Steve. Oh, great. Thanks. Awesome. Good. Bending Elbows, the band that never says no. Do check them out on uh, social media and the web and their music is everywhere on uh, Apple Music and Spotify and I th really think you'll like it. Uh, coming up uh, next week, the third part and final part of the uh, uh, Music from an Empty uh, Theater at the Palace Theater uh, is my interview with Robert Savory and his band. And he's really got a unique style of music and has been around in the music business for a while. He talks about uh, working with his brother and uh, opening up for some of the top country western uh, music bands in the uh, 1990s. So that'll be a lot of fun. That's it for me. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for joining us today. You can leave us a comment that might be included in a future episode by following the link in the show description below. This program is a production of Big Island Music Magazine. You can find us on the web at bigislandmusic.net. And be sure to follow us on Facebook. I'm Steve Roby, and this is Songs and Stories. <laughs>